Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast. I just wanted to let you know before I pop on today's episode that this was recorded in January, so about five months ago. It was one of those episodes that completely got lost in my computer and I couldn't find it up until now. So I'm very excited to introduce to you my friend Lance. You guys are going to love this episode. He is so inspirational and we recorded this in a studio, so the sound quality is amazing. Not like right now because I'm on my computer, <laughs> but you guys are going to love it. I have so much content coming for you soon. I'm sorry I've been kind of MIA. I just got to the Bahamas like two days ago. So it's safe to say that I've been so busy repacking and organizing my life in a new country. I have so much coming for you soon though, so stay tuned and I cannot wait for you to tune in today's episode. Again, it was recorded in January, so just keep that in mind. All right, enjoy. What's up? What's up, Lance? <laughs> Everybody, I'm so excited to introduce today's guest. This is Lance Esios. Is that how you say it? Yeah, it's actually a good first guest. Yeah, it's Esios. But Esios. E- e- <sighs> no, but that's okay. actually the way kind of like I used to pronounce it. I gave it a little bit of a change. Esios. Oh, you yeah. changed? Okay. It's a Greek name. So my family pronounced it differently and I I just, yeah, over the years it drove me nuts. So I kind of switched it. So I like Esios. It's a, it's a little bit easier and uh, I've just heard every single pronunciation on, yeah. on the earth about it. So Yeah. Even people have, you know, with some struggle saying Mimi sometimes. <laughs> I was on this call today and the woman was like, Mimi? I was like, yeah, it's Mimi. My, my. My, my. My cousin calls me my, my, like as a joke. It's awesome. But I'm super pumped to have you on today, guys. Lance is the host of the University of Adversity podcast and my new friend here in Vancouver. And I'm super pumped to have him on. I was on his podcast last week and we had just such an amazing recording and he has such an incredible story that I needed to introduce him to you. So welcome. Thank you. Excited to be here again. I know. Uh, round two. It's round exciting. two. I'm yeah. super pumped and we're filming this. So if you're not watching this on YouTube, check it out there after. Um, but yeah, let's, let's just get right into it. I want to hear everything I want it. Cause you know, everything about me now at this <laughs> point, cause you, we recorded for like an hour and a half last time. Yeah. I want to hear everything from, you know, and I did obviously look up your bio and stuff. Like I know your whole story and I find it super inspirational and just, I think it's going to touch a lot of souls today. So maybe just start kind of from the beginning for people that don't know you and don't know what you've been through. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I have a pretty dynamic, crazy story. I, I started off, let's just go back to the beginning. I grew up in Edmonton. Um, I grew up in you know, I had a great family growing up, a lot of love, um, from, you know, from probably when I was born till 11 years old, all that was good. Dealt with, you know, the usual stuff, family issues and fighting and all that, which was, which was normal. But, um, as things got further into my teens, I moved away from my mom who was in Edmonton and my whole family from there. So that was really a challenging situation for me. Why did you move? Uh, my parents got split up when I was nine and it was just, my dad grew up on Vancouver Island Mm -hmm. and my mom was there and I kind of had to decide like, do I want to play hockey and stay with my dad or my mom? And my mom just couldn't provide at the time, you know, for, for me. So I was a hockey player. Mm -hmm. I was a good hockey player at the time. I played tournaments, you know, all over the world. And I I was really good at that age. So 
I, I, I wanted to stay with my dad and we moved out to, to Vancouver Island and it, uh, it's pretty interesting cause it was kind of right out of a movie. My dad met this lady with four kids and she became my stepmom from hell. Oh my God. It was fucking crazy. Like, Oh it, my God. It was like, like everything you can imagine, like it was just like out of a movie. So it was really challenging as a teenager growing yeah. up with that. Like she was nuts and my dad had a kid with her, which made things very difficult and we just didn't get along. And she, to just kind of summarize it, she made our family's life hell for the next 20 years, you know, which, which was crazy. So that during that time, I didn't realize kind of the, 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 the kind of the patterns that I'd pick up. I, you know, I got really heavily into drinking and, and all that. And I was playing junior hockey. I was a good player, but I was just lost. I was lost from just from the disconnect of family dealing with that. And I was always trying to run away from stuff because I just hated that situation. And yeah, as I got older, my hockey career, I made a couple stupid mistakes, which ended my career, which I regretted when I was around 20, 20 mistakes. I, um, I decided to think it was smart to do steroids my final year of junior hockey. Was that because the people you're hanging out with? I just doing it? like, what, how are you introduced to that? I just, it was that scene. I just yeah. wanted to do whatever I could, you know, I yeah. was, it was my last year before, you know, I, I didn't get drafted. So I was like, I was trying to get a scholarship or something, some sort of edge. And yeah, it, I gained all this weight. I was just jacked. I couldn't skate. And I was just like, my coach is like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like your head's all big. And, and I got cut. So from camp. And then I finished, they, knew, they found out. Well, no, yeah. they didn't, they didn't know, but I just, I literally transformed in one summer from like, you know, 195 to like 220. I was just like a brick, but I couldn't move. Like it was crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. So then, you know, that was my whole life. Hockey was my life. And yeah. I feel like I flushed it down the toilet. Right. And that was kind of where things really unraveled. And I got into the bar industry yeah. and yeah, I guess, cause I, I, w I had such a crazy pain that I was trying to mask and getting into the bar scene was something that allowed me to hide almost. And I love, I, I tried all the things I tried to do all the trades, all the other jobs, but the bar was like, wow, I get to socialize. I get to like meet girls. I get to make money. I get to like be drunk all the time. And that's the mentality I had. And that took me through, through my entire twenties. I got to travel around the world. I moved to Australia. I, I worked and ran some of the best hotel bars and cocktail bars, award-winning bars in Sydney and whatever. And that was a crazy time. Some of the best times of my life, but some dark times as well. So during that time, we, I my, I'll just get right into the deep yeah, stuff here because I'm kind of trying to summarize it, but there's a lot to it. My, my dad was visiting and in Australia. my dad came to visit in Australia. It was the first time I seen him in about three and a half years. And I was at work and I was work, running a bar, you know, I was really fucking toxic, you know, drinking every night, yeah. running, you know, craziness. And then at work, I got the news that we, my brother had taken his own life. So I had to basically process that. And then I had to come home to visit my, tell my dad. And that was kind of like, I don't know, telling your, telling your dad that kind of story or that kind of thing. I, I, I wouldn't want anybody to ever have to go through that. And it was really a defining moment of like, what the fuck just happened. Right. And I still, to this day, I cannot believe it. Cause that kind of stuff happens to 
in the movies or happens never happens to you. It doesn't right? happen to you though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. So so that happened. Sorry. Well, thanks. I've processed it. I've you know, I've gone through it. I've gone through the, the, the dark spots and really depth depths of hell to try and understand. And through that, you know, my dad the next year he was just so sick over it. He just got cancer and passed like stage four, um, stage four pancreatic cancer. And then from there, yeah, I was like, it was really fucked. Like it was like deep stuff and losing that. I was kind of like, all right, things need to change. So I got out of the bar industry, started fresh, started getting into something completely different. The bars at the time I'd quit drinking for a year. So the bars didn't serve me anymore. I was like, I need to do something different. I need something to make some impact. So I got into doing online marketing, all that kind of stuff, which led me to podcasting, which has led me to kind of really being able to my, I really love to be able to help people discover their vulnerability which in, to, which in turn will bring out their truth, right? And I've really tried to figure out what it is I loved about working in the bars and working and, and podcasting. And it's that human connection, you know, really being yeah. able to have somebody come and, and connect with them. And I love that. Yeah. It means it's, it's, it's all we have. We lose so much, so much these days on our phones and the computers. Like we don't connect as humans. And even podcasting, it's better than, you know, it, 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 even though a lot of it's, over computers and that it's still, you get to connect. So I really love that. And I've been able to really hone in on that because I feel like it's like my skill that I love and yeah. And then I've been able to, to, to create the show like yourself and it's mm -hmm. just been like so rewarding. So yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's been a crazy ride. A lot of, a lot of different, I've, I've, I've experienced a lot of things through different lenses mm -hmm. and now it's kind of brought me to where I am. So um, that's incredible. Well, yeah. you literally, I cannot stress enough, like how important it is for people that go through really hard times to just, just have that positive turn and, and start doing something for themselves and, and not go down this spiral. And I bet it was, it would have been so easy for you to stay in that bar scene and kind of go deeper down a spiral and that, you know, imagine where you'd be if you went down that road. Right. I always think of life as, you know, you always at every given moment you have two decisions at all times. You can go down, you, you're always at a fork in the road. You could always go down the positive good fork or, you know, the really negative bad fork and, you know, throughout your life, like wh whichever road you go down more often, that's kind of where you end up. Right. Yeah. So that's just incredible that you were able to do that. Like what, what would you say to someone listening right now that has gone through incredible hardship like that? You know, is, are there any kind of words of wisdom that you would maybe say to them about, why it's so important to go down that good road, even though it's sometimes easier to go down that bad road. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to develop self-awareness and you have to understand, you know, why, why are you making these choices? Like what is, why are you, a lot of it is people are just lost. People don't know why they do a lot of things. And I think why I was on that path for so long as well was that I was just, I didn't, I don't even know. I was just hiding. And I just think people just need to really take a step back and understand that if you're, what you're doing isn't serving you and it's causing you to go and get involved in things that either don't make you feel good or, 
I don't, I don't, whatever that is, whatever path, then you could just got to understand that, well, you may have to shift, pull back and it's not always that easy, but you need to take a look and understand like, what is, what is the reason for you behaving this way? Or, and it's, it's always something deeper, mm-hmm. right? And I would just suggest that anybody that has that is going down a toxic path that you just have to. You just have to really just kind of take it back and under, and, and think about like, what is your, what do you, what, what is your purpose? You know, like, what are you doing? Do you want to change? Some people don't want to change. Some people like that. And some people don't even know they're on a bad path. Right. So that's the worst type. That's the worst position to be in, you know, yeah. going down that negative path and just being blinded and not even seeing what other people see. I think I've met so many people in my life that are in that place and it's like, you just want to shake them. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's so important. And you know, things are, this is kind of my theory, you know, well, this is not my theory. I actually read this in a book once and it's clung on to me. (laughs) Um, your, the event plus your response equals the outcome. Yeah. E plus R equals O. Right. Mm. So the event is one aspect of things. Your response is the other 50%, right? And that turns into the outcome. Yeah. So whatever happens to you in life, like a lot of people say, they blame like, oh, this happened to me. That's why I'm a drug addict. Or this happened to me. That's why I'm overweight. Or this happened to me. That's why, you know, I'm depressed. Actually, it's that event. Yeah, we're not going to kind of devalue something that happened to you that was important. But it's also your response, which is 50% of the outcome. Yeah. And that is what turns you into that person. Right. So I think the more people understand that and, you know, see what you've even done coming out of this, creating something incredible and helping even more people. I'm sure you've helped thousands of people, you know, that listen to your podcast, uh, through adversity and kind of opening up that discussion. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's just so powerful. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it. I, you know what it is? It comes down to just owning your shit, taking accountability and not being the victim, right? I talked about this on um, another friend of mine's show too. And it really is important to take ownership. You can't control what happens to you. The externals are always going to come at you. But how do you react? Mm-hmm. You have control of how you react, no matter what. So in order for, you know, people are always trying to change the circumstances or the outs. It's that person's fault that this happened or whatever. And you can't control those things because shitty things are going to happen to all of us. But how do you react? That's what you can control, right? And I never understood this. I was always a, a victim. Poor me. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? And that's just, you take your power away. It's like, all right, this is happening. What am I going to do now? How am I going to react? Yeah. Right. And that's, that's the choice. Like you said, you know, like no matter what happens, it's how you react. Yeah. Right. Certain days you may have a situation where the same thing will happen on, you know, one thing will happen on Tuesday and then the same thing on Thursday, you may react differently depending on how you're feeling that day. Yeah. But that's a choice. For sure. Right. It's like, you know, for example, if someone wakes up and gets bad news one day, like they can make it an excuse. And I've experienced both, right? If I wake up and I'm just on the wrong side of the bed for some freaking reason, it doesn't even have to have a reason. Yeah. And I'm just telling myself excuses like, oh, I'm just going to take the day off and like, you know, just do nothing. And then I, you know, wake up the next morning and I'm like, well, what the hell? Like, why didn't I just, you know, I would have felt so much better if I just got myself out of that funk by like going to a yoga class or yeah. doing something. So it's always in our control as, as hard as some events, um, you know, that happened can be, I'm 
like, I, I can't imagine what those events must have been to you. I've never had anyone in my life close to me die except for my dog when I was a kid, mm. you know, and that was tragic for me. So I, I've never experienced death. And yeah. that's something I'm terrified of because I can't imagine that pain. Um, you know, we were just talking earlier, like my sister was at the doctor for something and, you know, I was freaking out like yeah. in my in, internally. Cause I was like, what if, what if, but it's not even, it's not, you know, life threatening. So I was just kind of like, like imagine how I would be if something life threatening actually happened. Like, I just can't imagine how, yeah. like, how do you deal with that? It's, it's crazy because when you're, <laughs> I know it's nuts. And I feel like you're it's an empath when, cause I am when, and I think we're kind of similar. Yeah. So like how as an, as an empath, it's, you know, when things happen, you, it's amazing what the resilience or what comes from you when you have to f lean into this, when you have to face the discomfort, you know, yeah. my brother, when he passed, I was just a fucking drunk for the whole year. I was, you know, partying and I just kind of masked that. I was just, I didn't even think about it. I didn't process it until later. Right. And, you know, he was only 18. I was wanting to connect with him because his mom, we, it was such a terrible situation. I tried to get as far away. That's why half the reason I moved to Australia, try to get as far away from that as I could. And I was just like, when he turns 18, I'm going to reconnect. I'm going to tell him everything. I'm going to help him out. And I never got the chance, which fucking sucks. But at the same time I learned and, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it was really when, when, when my dad, when that news came, that was like, I had two days, I was in Sydney, Australia and they're like, Hey, uh, I got, you know, he's got two days and I got there and he had five hours. Like it was nuts. So, but, but where, where I'm going with this before I go off to Pluto here, I sometimes go on tangents about stuff. He, I just, I had to face it and, and shit needed to get done. You know, you lose somebody you're like, okay, well, what am I going to do? You know, you got to deal with all this stuff, funerals. It's like, what am I going to do? Sit and, 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 and it's, it, I had to process it, but you get this, you get this amount, this crazy amount of strength when you, when you have to step up. Yeah. Like us humans, we're, we're amazing creatures when, when we get, it's like yeah. when our backs are against the wall. Yeah. Right. You're like, okay. When and I had no choice. Mode, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And luckily I was, I was, uh, seven months sober at the time. So I was like super, I I started personal development. I was like, if that had happened when I was on the, the, the year before I was done. Oh my God. But I was luckily, yeah. that's why everyone needs to start now, you know, all oh. the personal development stuff. Oh like, my God. Yeah. It, I've gone through things as well. Yeah. Like not, not that caliber, but like all the work that I've done on myself literally just makes everything 10 times better. It's like the best investment yeah. in yourself and your life you could ever do. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, and it's funny because be, me being a hockey player and, and this kind of talk, I used to yeah. laugh at it. Yeah. Right? I used to laugh at it like, fuck, it's not yeah. stupid, right? I used to get told to visualize in hockey and, and oh, I don't know, whatever. And then now I look, I'm like, wow. And even like my hockey team now, my men's league team, they probably probably still think it's crazy. Like they see my Instagram, I'm talking about like meditation and stuff. But this stuff for me completely changed my life. Like I had, these were the things like the, the simplest things like meditation and gratitude completely changed my life completely. I don't, I like to this day, it's like people are like, and I'm like, it's not a crazy thing that happened. I just did this shit for a while. And all of a sudden yeah. things just, yeah. I don't know.
things change. That's how it was like for you then too. Cause for me, it was like, I, I dabbled in it for ages. Cause I get so many questions from people like, when do you start seeing the results, you know? And that's such a great, this is such a great topic. It's like, for me, I kind of dabbled in and out of like, for me, it was like my morning routine. Cause in the morning it kind of just set the tone for my day and I would journal a lot and meditate. Yeah. And that was my thing. And in the journaling, there was definitely gratitude and stuff. Um, there was just so much, it was just a lot of self-reflection and like, you know, just digging into like those parts of myself that I wanted to, you know, just be curious about and change maybe, or just explore anyway. So for years, it was just like maybe twice a week or like, I'd, you know, not do it for two months, then do it for a week. And then like, it was just really dabbling. Yeah. And then when I started making it a non-negotiable, like for yeah. the past two years, it's been, or like a year and a half, it's been a non-negotiable. Mm. And it's like, it just, it just, accelerates your growth the more that you do it not the morning routine but just personal development in general right so for you like it just kind of it hit you like a ton of bricks or like you just consistently did it didn't really see results and then one day you were like whoa it's actually working yeah there's people telling me to do it that were successful yeah okay well i'm not and they are so yeah. I'm going to listen to the people that are doing Humbling. well. And I remember I started, I was living in Sydney. I was on the, uh, in Australia. I was sitting on the beach and I just started doing this stuff. And yeah, it, I don't know. It didn't, I guess I was the same way and I was expecting, cause we have lived in such an instant gratification society. I need to see this thing or I need to get this thing in order for something to show that it's working. And that's mm. the way we're programmed. But I try to explain to people that meditation is just... It, it, you just have to allow it to be and the, w- the results show up in your life and it allows you clarity. So it, it, I try to explain it to people like when say something happens to you, usually we'll react. We won't have that split second to think about it. What a meditation allows for me is to kind of, I don't know, it like slows things down and allows me to process things better. And it allows me to almost observe the thought and not yeah. react the same yeah. way. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's what meditation is. Yeah. The know? irritations of life. It actually like, Oh, I can sit, I can sit by yeah. myself for half an hour and, and you know, you go through the, all the yeah. annoying shit, but then in life it just, things just, yeah. You know what else it does for me? Uh, it really just like resets and brings me back to who I want to be. Yeah. So it's like, if I go longer than a couple of days without meditating, I realize my life just gets more shit. It's <laughs> so, so when true. I do it, it's like yeah. a reset. Right. And yeah. it's like, Oh, we're back to liking life. It's, it's just about how much you like your life or not. Like for me, at least personally, like the meditation thing, I feel like I'm just a happier person in general when I'm doing it, when I'm doing those things that I know make me feel good. Even yeah. Just waking up early. Like yeah. I didn't do that for a few days last week and i genuinely felt like really low those days and yeah. it was concerning i was like what is going on with me and i was like oh that's so i'm not funny. waking up early and i'm not like you know I'm, i was quote too busy with work but like at the yeah. end of the day you can always make time for what is super important to you right that's so, so funny that you say that because i the last couple of days i've been getting up at five yeah and before that I, okay, I always know that when I get up at five and I get my shit done in those three hours, amazing. I'm like, wow, things are just flowing. Yeah. I had, and it's weird because like you get all this time and it almost feels guilty because you're like, wait, shouldn't I be checking in like with my team? And I'm like, wait, no one's up yet. And you get to like, you know, we're weird creatures. We get to, and we need time to process shit. I know I do. So journaling and writing out about stuff has been a game changer too. And I just feel like that time, 
then when I turn on my phone and I got like, you know, all kinds of shit coming at me, I'm like, take, give it to me, give it to me. Right. I'm ready. But, but it's like, if you don't do that, you're like reactive mode all day. And then you're like, you're just constantly reacting and then shit just gets on you. And yeah, I I completely agree when you, if you can commit to like, it doesn't have to be 5am for everybody. If nights work for you, great or whatever. But I think it's that feeling that we know that we perform best at that time. So if we don't, I get, think most people perform best at that time. Even yeah. If they think, have you read the 5am club? No, but you told me about it. I'm going to get it. For yeah. you. It's the best book. It's yeah. literally a game changer, but you know, Robin Sharma, the author talks about that. Yeah, in the yeah. book. He's like, even if you say you're not a morning person, you actually are on like a yeah. physiology level. Like it, our bodies, circadian are meant, rhythm, yeah, even exactly. Yeah. Our bodies are meant for that time. It's like the most powerful time of the day, right in the early hours of the morning. And you know, I'm not a morning person. Uh. If my habit is going to bed late, it's all about habits. It's like, yeah. if you like, I used to always eat breakfast and then I started intermittent fasting and I'm don't want food in the morning. Now mm-hmm. it's just like you train your body, right? Yeah. Like I could now say I'm not a breakfast person where I used to be like, Oh, I love breakfast. Right. So it's just really training your body. You can be a morning person. So you telling yourself you're not, is just an excuse. Totally. And you're a victim. <laughs> totally. And that's Depends. the thing. I, used to but the same. I, I think the feeling that we get is the guilt that we know that's our, our zone, but yeah. if we're not doing it. So I've just been getting up lately. I, I set like uh Jocko Willink. He wrote, uh, he, he's like, you might know Jocko. He's like no. this, like he was in the military. He's like, uh, he's, he's amazing. Anyways, he has this song that he plays where it starts out really soft and then it goes into like heavy metal. So if like you sleep in too long when you hit, when the alarm goes off. So for me, I've been setting that and testing myself. This might sound stupid to people, but I'm like, Oh, it's not on the heavy metal part yet. So I'm like, I can, I don't know. Anyway. So I use that. And as soon as I do that, I've been jumping out and making my bed. Then I'm like, fuck, I just got two wins. Yeah. Subconsciously, you're like, I'm stacking. I'm like, okay, let's go. And then the meditation. And then I know it may sound silly, but it's like, these are the things that make up our life. Yeah. It's the little stacks. It's the little compound effect. So all of a sudden before seven o'clock, you got these, like this, these wins that you've, you've kept the promise with yourself. You have a competitive, com- competitive advantage towards the entire world. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you feel it's confidence. Yeah. And that's what it's Tony Robbins confidence. says. Yeah. 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 You, it's all confidence. Yeah. You yeah. build every, when you keep those promises with yourself, it builds confidence. Yeah. That's what confidence is. So if you're constantly going, I'm going to do this tomorrow, but I don't do it. Then you're just telling yourself, oh, fuck. I'm not, I, I don't really, I'm not really serious about anything because mm-hmm. like, it's the simplest things, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I love that. And I love hearing that because, and it's same with intermittent fasting. I've been doing it for years and it's game it's changer. so amazing. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. can't not do it. I genuinely just know how good I can feel at this point. Yeah. That even if I like eat past like 7 PM, I'm like, Oh, yeah. I that feeling. I eat at like five. And you know that I'm going to say, you know, that you're going to, your sleep is sacrificing yeah. right now. Like if I eat out, I'm doing it all the time too. I'm like, it's not going to matter. And yeah, I'm like, Fuck, just that was snack. stupid. It's a snack. Hey guys, let's take a quick break from today's episode with Lance to talk about our sponsor, Noom. Noom is a healthy lifestyle platform that helps people change habits and develop better relationships with themselves and food. The platform adjusts your lifestyle and they teach the psychology behind the decisions you make. Plus, they help you keep track of things like your steps, workouts, food logging, and more. I love to track my steps with Noom. 
And as you guys know, I track my steps all the time because I'm such a walker. And yeah, it keeps me motivated with that. I love to study the psychology uh, behind why we do what we do. And Noom is really great for that as well. They have courses all about that. Noom is so easy to use and it actually just takes 10 minutes a day to use, which is amazing for the time-strapped person. I also love how Noom is based in psychology. It teaches you why you do the things you do, like I said, and it also empowers you with the tools that you need for positive change. You don't have to change everything in one day to get healthier. So try out a Noom trial today at noom.com forward slash Mimi. That is noom.com forward slash Mimi. Go try out your trial today at noom.com forward slash Mimi. Now back to the episode. All right. So let's talk about health stuff on the topic of intermittent fasting. You are super healthy as you know, like you're always working out. I know you told me that and you eat super healthy. And when I first met you, you're drinking like a bulletproof coffee. I was like, this guy's (laughs) up my alley. So tell me, what are your top like health principles and and what do you feel makes like the biggest difference in your energy levels um you know just your vibrance and and health yeah so this is a this is a crazy one because i've been trying everything out um you know on my show i've had the vegans the carnivores the low carb, the high, I've had, I've talked to a few Oh my people. God, I'm so excited for this because yeah. I still don't know. And okay. I, I go between yeah. vegan and paleo all the time and okay. I don't know which one it is. Okay, tell me. Oh boy, I know, it's it's a tough one. I, I've even, I've tried carnivore. No way. I have tried it. And I know people don't want to hear this, but the clarity was amazing. I, I, I've tried it all. So I, per, like, I just don't like that way as much because it just doesn't feel as right but i wanted to try it because of certain things how long did you try it i've done it for probably two weeks and are you on it now i was beginning of the year yeah and it was it blew my mind how when i went to the gym i didn't have a single carb and i was just killing it like but it's not as sustainable right yeah. and, and but i, I wanted to is try it healthy because well there's there's so many i know i love plants this is but i wanted to try it because i'm talking to people about this stuff and i've got like you know dr paul saladino you, he's like it's it's crazy this guy he came on my show and like he's been on all the big shows tom bilio everybody and he's just got all the science behind it so but that's not what i i don't mm-hmm. do that that's not i just wanted to try because it's yeah, kind of like try everything so i purposely i i i prefer low carb i prefer i love lots of vegetables you know a good quality source of protein good fats but lately i've been doing higher protein um not as not crazy amount of fat. Like I used to do keto with tons of fat, but I found it really annoying. I've tried keto too, yeah. I found it annoying trying to always f- do the macros and because I yeah. felt like sometimes I even gained weight on it because I didn't dial it in. If you can dial it in, it's amazing. Yeah. I have before, but for me, I I enjoy low carb keto and then kind of flex in and out. Something you know, have like a carb load day, kind of like the bulletproof diet or something like along those lines. Paleo carb up a couple days yeah. a week depending on the amount of workouts mm-hmm. depending how i feel but say we're doing interviews like this i didn't eat today i just had like coffees or bulletproof or tea and it just keeps me because it keeps my mind focused Sharp. Right? so yeah. i i think with what about you what do you like to do like what's your 
I'm still like, okay, so I, I'm kind of on the fence right now because I've had so many specialists on my podcast as well, you know, everything from paleo, keto, vegan, like I'm so torn. I don't know what's right because I kind of believe in both sides of the spectrum. Like a a huge part of me, I mostly eat paleo. Like I don't eat gluten or grains or anything, but lately I've been kind of more vegan. Like I don't really eat dairy, but like I have like really good quality. If I eat protein, it's super good quality. It's like organic pasteurized eggs or Mm. like really good quality wild fish. Um, you know, if I have the craving, I'll have meat, but lately for some reason I've been less meat eating. I don't know. I've just been quite plant-based, but Mm. a little bit more carbs. Cause when you're plant-based, you eat a little bit more carbs, like in the form of fruit. Like I have smoothies every morning, every morning. Yeah. And maybe like an apple. Like, and I, that I used to never do that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm kind of just seeing how I feel. I, I also feel like I like eating sugar, even if it's natural sugar, I've noticed that my energy levels aren't really stable as much. Yeah. That's something I for sure noticed. But at the same time, it's like, I hear all these specialists and, and doctors and all healers being like, fruit is really good for you. It's yeah. full of antioxidants. Like it's a natural food. And then it makes yeah. sense to me, my mind. Cause I'm like, yeah, like even think about fruit as, you know, something our, our primal ancestors used to look at and think, oh, like, you know, it's bright colored. Nature made it bright colored for our mind, for our eyes to see bright colors and want to, you know, and it tastes so good. And, you know, even animals like carnivore animals, like lions, like they can't see colors like we do. So it just Mm, makes sense for me to think that we're supposed to be eating that kind of way. And I don't know. I'm just still confused because I still believe like when I, when I eat low carb and like just like really high quality meat and vegetables, I feel amazing as well. And I'm never hungry. So I just don't know. I, 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 that's the thing is I really think this is what I say. I I don't have an opinion either. Like I really want to be sustainable. I don't want to participate in any conventional process of meat. I hate all that shit. I want to be clear about that. If I eat meat, it's got to be organic grass fed, like no non-negotiable. Like I'm not, but I also am for optimizing the human and each human has a different, different, um, genetic code or what you need. So I think, I think you need to really try everything because there's, there's times where people eat a ton of vegetables, a ton of like, and and they get bad stomach aches. I know. So it's like, okay. I know. Right. Because so I, then you, you wonder, you're like, all right, <laughs> like it's crazy. Cause you, you try these things and you feel better from one, but you almost have this guilt wrapped around it because, because of the, what it is. Yeah. But then, you know, you, you were told to eat, you know, when I was playing hockey, I was told carb load with lasagna and gluten and all this crap. And I think about, wow, like how much, well, how much better could I have been if I knew anything? And yeah. I just think everybody's got to just try, be curious. I'll tell you what I know for sure. I know for sure that carbs in yeah. the bad kind of form, yeah. like bread, pasta, <laughs> wheat, grains, gluten, like not good. That's something everyone can kind of agree on, I think. Um, But then they're like, there's that like Ezekiel bread made out of like ancient grains. And it's like, oh, is that good? I don't know. I don't eat it. But like some people do and they thrive. I don't know. Um, But I'll tell you, you know, I I totally agree with like, I, I wouldn't, 
like I'm okay with eating meat if that's what my body is craving. I'm really trying to be more intuitive. I think these days I definitely notice my energy being kind of up and down though. I've been having more smoothie bowls and stuff, which is like a lot of sugar. I know that some kind of, I don't know. I just, I'm trying to figure it out, but but it feels right because it's full of this stuff that you, I was just craving something like a smoothie. I just love smoothies. It's not a bad choice. It's better than drinking like pop. Yeah. I also know that I know for sure. Another thing I know for sure is that dairy isn't good for us. I know that for sure. Mm. Um, So I'm just kind of sticking between, you know, the area now. But you know what else? Dr. Mark Hyman, I really like his work. Yeah, he's great. And I kind of, I think he's, if I could say one thing, I think he's the one that I would say is probably most in my kind of lane. Mm -hmm. He's like mostly, he's like plant prominent. Yeah. Then really high quality proteins and fats and, you know, a bit of fruit here and there as well. Yeah, I agree Um, with him a lot. Chris Kresser, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think I'm still trying to figure it out. You know, I I hope in the next few years there's going to be more clear research. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I think variety too. Because certain, you may want to yeah. cut down for gut. It's about your gut, right? Like you may want to cut down on carbs for a bit and then add them back in. It's yeah. like, it's a constant chemistry. It's like your body's a chemistry experiment, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. depending on how good your back, gut bacteria yeah. is, that's, that has a factor. Yeah. You know, if you're traveling, there's all kinds of weird stuff happening. So there's just not a right answer. You know what? When I did keto last year, my gut bacteria wasn't doing well. No. I took a gut gut test and they said I was like missing lactobacillus, that really good probiotic, that good bacteria. Yeah. So I had to take like really heavy probiotics to like huh. repopulate my gut. But that was after I did keto, which is kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I haven't done keto in ages because I struggled because I wasn't doing the keto everyone else was doing where it's like full fat cream and stuff. Like I would yeah. never do that. It was more just like vegetables, olive oil and like some avocado. protein and avocado. Yeah. Like Avocados I was doing like are a godsend. I know. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I think that's, I'm glad that we're kind of on the same page there. I don't know what I believe in, yeah. but I know what I definitely don't believe in, you know? Yeah. I just, yeah, that's the thing. I think you're, you got to go with what's right for you and you're right. It's more intuitive. Like you got to feel what your body wants. Yeah. I mean, it knows. So, yeah, it does now. Yeah. Okay. Let's bring it back to like the motivation yeah. stuff though. Cause <laughs> we only have like 10 minutes left and I really want to, pick your brain about what keeps you going. Like we spoke about health. We spoke about your story. We spoke about adversity, but talk to me about what, like your, why, like what, why you're doing all this, like your big goals in life. Like what's like your deepest passion. That's a great question. Um, I was actually thinking about that the other day Mm -hmm. and I really love the idea of helping people through vulnerability and help them discover their truth. And I, because that is what's helped me being vulnerable has helped me heal. The more I tell Mm. my story, the more I heal. And I, uh, that's the common denominator I've found with people I interview too. It's like when you open up and you allow that to not be Mm. stuck in there and you share it, you start to heal. So I love, I want to help people be able to unleash that vulnerability, Mm. which unlocks their hidden truth. A lot of the times, a lot of people are hiding in whatever I did an Instagram story about this today. It was like, came to my head. So I feel like I'm like repeating it, but (laughs) I had to, cause I was just like, sometimes you, you think of this and I, um, it's really important to me, you know, because I'm, and I want to be able to provide people with the tools to do that. You know, I, I love helping people. I love connecting with people and up until my point of my journey, 
that's, this is kind of where I'm at. And the podcast has allowed me to do that. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just, that's my purpose is to help as many people as I learn, as I grow mm. and I keep peeling back these layers. Like I want to experiment with all, all kinds of shit this year. I, mm-hmm. you know, like there's plant medicines I want to get into. There's, there's lots of stuff that I really want to go to the depths and really unpack everything that's in there. And just be valuable to people, add value the, any way I can, because that's what gives me fulfillment. Mm. That is, I, you know, if I'm not doing something that helps somebody or fulfillment, it's just not, it doesn't feel good. Like you, you talked about as well, when somebody messages you and said, I really got a lot out of that podcast. Yeah. That's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. It's like, it is. it's like a selfish, it's not selfish, but it's like, it feels so good that you want to do more yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Right? You so, know, my whole why with my podcast and everything, it's like helping myself and other people reach their potential, Yeah, you know, whatever that is. And when I do get those messages from girls being like, by the way, like you've changed, like I am now feeling like I'm reaching my potential and yeah. it's because of you. I literally it's the best feeling in the world. Cause it's like, Holy crap, I can do that. You know? Yeah. So I, I feel you on that for sure. hundred yeah. percent. That's amazing. That's crazy that you're doing, you know, all those things this year. You know, I, I'm kind of scared of going into the depths. Like I want to do it, but it's a scary thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm in my thirties now too, right? I'm like mid thirties. So it's like, you know, I fucked around a lot in my twenties. So now it's like, all right, you know, I'm ready. And, I invite the discomfort because I've ran away from fears for so long mm. and I can be more of a service to humans if I fill my tank f- further. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you can't, you can't, uh, fill a glass with yours empty or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Saying. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's, I, there's so many things, you know, working on a course working on, I want to do a book. I want to do, there's all kinds of shit, Yeah. you know, just, you know, and this is just, kind of we're here now and it's amazing and i'm like just embracing all the people i get to connect with and and you know just kind of trust the journey you know because Mm -hmm. the outcome we get so wrapped up on the outcome sometimes that we forget to enjoy the journey uh and it's really that's the thing the what we're doing is the thing not the thing not the car not the house because when you get there there's going to be a new level up there's going to be the new people that that are at that level so if you don't enjoy getting there then you're missing the point. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do as well is like stop worrying about the outcome. Have the goal, have the thing, but be okay with oh, zigging and zagging. God. Lance, that's literally yeah. what I recorded my podcast about this morning. I had like this crazy epiphany and I was, you know, writing about like how I'm not where I want to be yet in every area of my life. I'm just like, you know, my superwoman self is like what I call her my audience knows. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that ultimate version of myself who is, you know, worth X amount, you know, uh, has X amount of this, whatever, like, you know, just has everything that I want in life. And, um, yeah, so I had this realization this morning and it was like, I'm already her. Yeah. You're like already- why my entire life, like if you could go back and tell my 18 year old self that I was this person today, she'd be like, holy shit. Oh my God, this is amazing. I'm her. I'm her. Like, yeah. you know, this is insane. Yeah. And now it's like, wow. Imagine if I went through life, never feeling like I was her, even though every single level I would reach, I actually became her, but I just never knew my perception. Mm-hmm. So I had this amazing realization this morning. I've kind of, it wasn't the first time I've thought of this, but it really like affected me this morning that, you know, so much. So I had to take out my phone and record a mini podcast. It was like, Oh, I'm already her, but I can be her. 
while also striving towards that next level of her. Yeah. You're you're not either like not that person or that person. You could be that person while evolving into that next version of that person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Of course. And um, it just made me feel so happy. It's like, you know, I, I am her already, you know, yeah. and she's just going to keep evolving because I'm already that person I want to be if I just decide to right now. Yeah. Right. There's no finish line in life. Yeah. There's no finish line. Like, what are we trying to get to? Just decide to be who you want to be. And then, you ever think about that? Like, yeah. what are we trying to get to? Like, yeah. we're going to, okay. Even if you get married, you have kids, you all that. It's like, it's still going to keep going until you die. It's even like, you might you, as well enjoy the journey. Even if you build a company and you sell it for, you know, $500 million and you, you know, get the best body of your dreams and you get the best relationship of your dreams, like you're still going to need to strive towards something because yeah. life as a human being, if we're not growing, we're dying. We're yeah. always, 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 even the most mm-hmm. successful people that I've met in my entire life, they really, you know, they need to keep working towards something. Like I interviewed Ed Milet last month. Jealous. Jealous, by the way. (laughs) amazing. I went to his house in Laguna. It was just so beautiful. He's so cool. And he's worth like half a billion dollars and he has a great relationship and he impacts the world and he like, you know, quote, has it all. And we were chatting. I can't wait for you to watch this episode. So we were chatting and I was like, you know, what do you, like, what's it like having it all? And he was like, I don't feel like I do. He's like, I don't feel like I'm good enough still. And it was the craziest thing. Cause I was like, all right, I need yeah. to start thinking I'm good enough now because you know, I don't want to live my entire life that way. Yeah. Cause most people do. Do you ever celebrate your wins? Do you ever go like, actually, when no, you look back, like, look to. back at what no, you've accomplished? I, I need to, I'm going to start now because I need to. Yeah, like, that's a good thing to do as well. Like, is always because I've I'm just as guilty as look back like even in the last year right go holy man like what have I done there's always there's always like so many things trips people you meet it's crazy what happens in a year yet mm. we think only these like career goals matter but there's yeah. so many things no, you so think of all the people things. you meet in a year all the trips all the places like it's crazy yeah and we forget about that yeah you know you just take it for granted right yeah. like you just focus on what you don't have because that's kind of our instinct. Mm -hmm. Like it's that lack mentality for our survival. Right. But we don't need to have that mentality for our survival. So just realizing how awesome your life is right now. And like, we're so lucky, Mm. you know, like look at our lives, like compared to so many other people in this world. Like if we have a roof over our heads, food, you know, successful, like we're entrepreneurs, like, you know, we live in an amazing city. Like, you know, we, like we are, point zero 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 one percent and it's like people pray for our lives every day and we just we don't even have any gratitude and we just take Mm -hmm. it for granted yeah you know yeah so that's super important to 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 bring that that gratitude in because even even just saying that i already feel better because saying the things that's why i do it in the morning every day because i'm like okay i feel good yeah like you know yeah it's uh it's powerful and I yeah. don't know why, I don't understand the science behind it, but it works. <laughs> the gratitude. It really does. Yeah. It really does. Well, this has been such an amazing episode and it's gone by so quickly. I know. What the hell? It's gone by so freaking quickly. I need to have you on again. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's going to love you. So <laughs> we're in the same city now. Let's yeah. keep doing this. Absolutely. I we, appreciate yeah. it. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, I love, I sure. love these jam sessions, just talking about life. It's... uh it's awesome. So hopefully people got some value from it. I'm sure they have. All right. Where, where can everyone find you? I know your podcast is the University of Adversity podcast. Yeah. 
And where else can people? I would just go keep it simple. Go right to my Instagram, um, Lance WECOS. We're working on my website and stuff. So if you want to email me or send me a DM about anything podcast related or anything in general, happy to answer all the DMs. And obviously you can email on there. So keep it simple. One place. Amazing. Yeah. Guys, go check him out. He does really epic interviews with so many people. So if you're a podcast listener, it's definitely something that you are going to want to go listen to. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much.